Welcome to Podcast Marketing Secrets, the place for entrepreneurs, coaches, and CEOs who are looking to grow their business with a podcast, become a key person of influence in their industry, and get their ideal clients to come to them, also known as attraction marketing. I'm your host, Al Morenton. My guest today is Swire Ho. Born and raised in Hong Kong, Swire immigrated to Los Angeles in 1996. He's a proud Asian American and is fluent in Cantonese, Mandarin, and English. As a seasoned professional, he possesses exceptional project management skills, a talent for generating creative ideas, and the ability to turn them into reality. Swire excels in business communication and navigating the corporate buying process. Some of his notable accomplishments include receiving the SCORE Award for Small Business Success in 2009 and becoming the Los Angeles Area Chamber of Commerce Ambassador of the Year in 2018. Additionally, Swire was named Online 18-2023 as one of the best promo pros on social media and a subject matter expert on promotional products in over 100 plus podcasts. He's also a lifelong student of strength and is proud SFG1 certified kettlebell instructor from Strong First. Welcome to the show, Swire. Thank you for the warm introduction, Al. Awesome, awesome. It's super cool that you're a, a um, certified kettlebell instructor through SSGF1 uh, or SFG1. Um, because I, I, I come from a fitness background, I, I owned a gym for 28 years, so um, very, very familiar with that certification. Great, yeah, love to dive into that if you think it's relevant. <laughs> <laughs> right on, yeah, I know it's addicting. Um, so yeah, tell, tell us a little bit about your, your, your background and what what led you up to where you're at now. Yeah, that's a quite of a journey. I started my first business, I was in the entertainment industry. We were doing CD and DVD replication for some of the record labels, film company here in LA. So along the way, when uh, musicians finish the album, they go on tour, they ask, do you do merchandise that we could sell on tour or maybe a gift bag for our red carpet event for movies? So I somehow dabble into the promotional product and branded merchandise world. And hindsight is always twenty twenty. And in 2013, a competitor locally in the CD DVD replication business wanted to buy us out. So we took them on, on the opportunity. So now we focus exclusively on promotional products. So here we are. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm sort of familiar with that because I, um, I lived in Los Angeles and Hollywood most of my life. And I worked like at places like the Roxy and, um, the whiskey a go go back in like the late eighties, early nineties. So I saw all the the merch and all the different things they did, you know. And uh, they were really promoters, you know, like promoting their own business that way. That's really awesome, and that, and that's uh, really uh, a good transition into the promotional products for you, right? Yeah, I think promotional product is fun and. I'm sure that we're going to dive deeper in that. Most people think of promotional product, they use the word swag, which actually stands for stuff we all get. I don't actually use that word because my point of view is you want to, you can use promotional product to your own advantage instead of giving it to everyone, which you're targeting to nobody. You can actually use those products with your company's name on it and to create a VIP experience. Yes, definitely. That's awesome. So let's talk about that. Um, you know, like 
like uh, the building like customer retention programs and a unique onboarding experience, you know, delivering the VIP experience and wh why that's more important than this, you know, spraying it all over to the masses with cheap stuff. <laughs> well, think about this. When I talk to a lot of small business professionally, especially, you know, I ask them, who do you want to target, right? So I could help you narrow down your search because there's so many items that, you know, you can buy, right? So they say, I want to be everyone. I'm in the industry. I'm in insurance. I'm in law practice. I'm a coach. So I could basically help everyone. But if you think about that, even the biggest company in the world, they don't target everyone. So as a smaller business professional, you have limited resources. And if you don't focus, if you don't find a niche, then you are really not going anywhere. So if you think of it, if you know as the expert in your niche, whatever that might be. If I mentioned, for example, you know, in the fitness world, in kettlebell, you think of a person or two that is the expert in kettlebell. When I mentioned someone that is a really good uh, motivational speaker, then you already have someone in your mind. So how can you as a brand or, or, or a person to become that expert within your industry? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um, and then, so how, how does the promotional products tie into that? Well, when I talk to most company and big or small, they will focus a lot of their lead generation effort. They spend money on social media. They spend money on SEO to get people in the funnel, right? So to speak. But when I ask them, so once people purchase from you, you know, what's your process to make sure that they order from you again? Uh, you know, in other words, to retain them. Most company do not spend any money at all on, on this categories. They will, as soon as they became customer, they forget about them and they move on hoping to get the next one. But it's always cheaper to retain a customer than to get a new one, especially if you do it right. If you provide them with the right tools or things to say to others, they can actually become your uh, referral magnet. And also some of them will become your mini ambassador and to speak about your brand, even without you paying them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And and I could attest to that because uh, I think I mentioned to you before recorded started recording um, that I owned a gym for 28 years and the I was in masterminds and stuff and I would hear these people that come in and they yeah I brought in 50 new clients I brought in 100 new clients this month and like every month they were bringing in all these clients and it was like your place is only like 10,000 square feet. Like you only hold so many, like you must be losing like almost everybody you bring in, you know? And like we, I brought in much less every month, but I was able, I had a good retention uh, program. So um, I had less worry and stuff like that because they were always scrambling. And, and uh, so being able to focus on that retention, it, it actually will, uh, increase you know revenue and, and save you money in the long run right that's a good point uh obviously there it takes time to build the relationship it's not i'm sure that you, know, you spend time to know those clients uh each of them are unique maybe they want to focus on weight loss maybe want to gain some muscle whatever that might be you took the time to understand what they are and there's actually a pretty simple way and no cost too for so everyone can do so whenever your client or customer purchase from you after you finish your work for them do a check check-in call with them 
you know, maybe within two weeks. Just to ask this question, you know, hope that you receive the product and service. Are there any things that you you think we can improve on? And then you want to be paying attention and don't get defensive. They mentioned that things that they are concerned or even complaints, right? A little complaint. If you could fix that, do that right away. And once you know that they're completely satisfied with what you provide to them, ask them this question. Do you happen to know a colleague, family, or a friends that could use our product and services? Would you mind to make us an introduction? That single conversation could lend you more referral than you could ever dream of. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, that's awesome. And that seems like it would be much more effective than the standard that what everybody is told to do, which is like ask for a review or something, but just call in to check in and you know be sincerely and see if there's anything that we could do to, to make things better and things like that. And 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 then, you know, like we in like 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 love you, want other people just like you. Do you know anybody? Blah, blah, blah. That that, that that's awesome. That, that, I could see how that that could um think think about it this way. I'll like when is the last time a supplier or vendor called you ever nowadays? Yeah. Chances are <laughs> you don't get those like you get sales calls, right? Trying to get you through the sales process, but after you purchase, like how many of them actually call to thank you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Like literally, like zero, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, that, that's true. And then, so um, what what are some of the um, promotional products that are like good to give out these the, today in 2023, 2024, like that that are effective? I think one of the most overlooked strategy, and I always uh, suggest to client, is the calendar. You know, a calendar is something that we need every year, right? It's coming to 2004. Now it's actually, we're, we're talking in November, a day before Thanksgiving. Uh, it's a perfect time to give a calendar. What it does is, you know, calendar, and I just received one. My son is going to college. It's actually uh, came from their college. So what they would do, they have 12 different pictures of the colleges. They actually uh, custom printed all the date of the holidays events for the colleges. And then at the end, this is actually a donation request uh, gift. So at the end, you know, if you're thinking of donating to uh, the colleges, you know, here's where you can send a check. Think about that related to a different industry. If you have a call to action, if you have a sense of urgency on certain season, you can actually imprint that on the calendar. And then whatever your call to action, it actually be on your prospect or ideal client's wall for 12 months. So if you plan for it, if you execute it properly, then you can go on to be very visible on your ideal audience space for 12 months. So not a lot of gifts will give you that visibility like a calendar. And it's the most overlooked things that, you know, people people don't give calendars anymore. So that's why you should do that because people are still using calendar nowadays. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. If if I have one, I'll I'll, I'll put I'll put I will put it up right? on the wall because it's, it's easy. It's it's much easier than like where's my phone at and where's or fire up the computer just to find out what day it is. You could just look over there. Yeah, I yeah we d definitely, and uh, yeah, doing things that are sort of forgotten that are still essential. That, that, that's awesome. That, that's beautiful. Yeah. Is is there um is there anything any others? 
In the fitness world, what is most trending right now, even if it's personal for corporate, you know, if you're young children or uh, older, is uh, pickleball. Pickleball is taking our country by storm. So a lot of requests from corporate and also for uh, people who understand the client is a custom uh, pickleball racket. So you can actually have a big imprint, right? A pickleball paddle is flat. It's very easy to, to print stuff on. So that's been one of the most popular gifts that we have uh, been asked for for this season. That's awesome. Yeah, I could see that because yeah, pickleball is <laughs> taken off. You know, I went to a I went to a, a networking meeting at this golf whatever you know country club kind of place uh, a couple of weeks ago, and you know I've never been there before. And you hear this boom, 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 <laughs> like that, and 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 like, like they they said yeah they we take out two of our tennis courts and put in pickleball courts and. You know, and uh, I know a woman, she just flew out to do a film, uh, a little docu-series on these Korean girls that are becoming pro pickleball players. And they're like, <laughs> that's Well, crazy. I think the, the idea that I wanted to uh, give as example is, you know, think about once you identify your ideal client. So let's assume that uh, in, in our case, right, sticking with pickleball, they're all hanging out at a country club. So let's say you're a financial advisor or you're uh, high net worth coaches, right? These are your demographics. So what kind of product you could give them and they will be happy to use. So that will be the starting process. And that's why I always ask my client before and guide them through the choosing process, who are your ideal client? Tell me more about who they are. Where do they hang out? Uh, maybe income level, what is their job title? Or how old are they? You know, how do they like to spend the day? So by by the client, if they give me all the information, so I could help them filter down the search. So maybe for financial advisors, we would do a pickleball record. Maybe for coaches or maybe for fitness experts, uh, that would be another type of gift. By sharing me more about who your ideal clients are, the better I could help serve you. But a lot of time when I ask this question, people blanked out, like I want to target everyone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, I give them a little whatever, a little little trinket. Um, yeah. So as as far as like uh, uh, you know, going down the promotional uh, products route, do you recommend uh, like having sort of like a series of of, pro of products that you give out? Like like when somebody first becomes a client, and they've been with you for like thirty or sixty days, and maybe on the year anniversary, do you? Do you recommend things like that? Yeah, I like where we're heading. So I would suggest if you've been in business for a little bit, you know, uh, maybe you have some track record, look at your past years of sales. Look at who your top 10 or top 20 clients are, you know, for like the amount of uh, revenue that they bring in with you. So these are your VIPs. So you might want to de develop maybe different tiers. So your VIPs are the one that you want to hang on to the relation because they give you the most business. For, for my case, I actually looked at the past three to five years. So my top 10 clients actually give give us 74% of our business in the, in, the, in the high 70s. So that means that if I only keep this 10 clients, then I we're pretty good already if we could bring on a few or, or even a little bit more of new clients, then we'll be pretty okay. So so your VIP will be things that really unique and you want to drive the engagement, drive the retention uh, to make sure that they're loyal to your company. And then you think about you know potential referral partners. So for example, in the fitness world, 
you can go to, let's say, a medical provider, maybe a physical therapist. It, in the coaching world, it business coach can work with uh, you know a sales coach or other coaches out there. They they could refer to each other, so they could also use your branded product. So the the goal is for a promotional product to work is for someone using your product or carrying your, your branded item, when someone asks them, who gave you that pen or who gave you that pickleball uh, pedal? They are already know what you do. And then they could actually, uh, not for long, but at least give a sense of what you do out there. So they actually, you're using the cost for the promotional product to for them to act as your mini ambassador. Because if people are paying pickleball, and their partner is asking, who gave you that uh, record? And if they can tell you, oh, my financial advisor gave me that. Oh, he's pretty good. He, he made me some money that year. So that inform uh, that information can spark idea that will get you, you know, potential referral coming in. And for for listener who counting the KPI out there, how would you value that pickleball record compared to the KPI bringing uh, you for another individual client that you're looking for? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, um, and it's a uh, and it's it's a, it's amazing how like something as simple as that like you would you wouldn't think like oh it's just whatever but it, it could actually drive business and be um, in the long run more effective than you know doing the spray and play like Facebook ads and things like that that are just more more and more becoming less effective. Um, yeah. So it's so it's a good uh, like promotional products are a good tool for uh, possibly bringing in clients and then also for uh, hugely for retaining clients as well, right? Which which is the magic sauce. Well, even though I'm in promotional product, I'm not saying that social media SEO don't work. What I would actually suggest is combine the two together because sometimes yeah. I will talk to digital marketing experts. They'll kind of debate me of the effectiveness of things. Like I'm not trying to do that. We you can make it work together. Supposedly you have a following on Instagram, for example. Now is the time, like look on any ads right now, look on any feeds or company that you follow. They're going to have the Black Friday sell. So what if you could decide uh, a call to action and utilize your following on social media and create a sweepstakes? Let's say you only want to spend $500, right? That's it. That's my budget. You can actually use your followers to create a sweepstakes. Buy one thing that is $500, really expensive, very nice. And to create a call to action, maybe to follow uh, to uh, follow you or maybe to sign a newsletter or uh, you know, fill out the survey form that, or just to tag a friend. So whatever that it is, they get a chance not to win, they get a chance to win the $500 gift. I can't tell you how many times that I sign up and give up my email, phone number, just to trying to win something that is $10. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Yeah, and um, yeah, that's effective for both uh, social media and for events too. Like, like in person, I, I, I did that effect effectively um, for, uh, red ribbon cutting mm -hmm. um, at, at a client's place where, where, where had a little card with four spots 
and you would follow um, on Instagram, you know, follow the Facebook page or whatever and leave a comment on whatever and leave a review on Google and then have someone sign off on it. You show it on the phone and have some and it built up that and then they entered them for a little raffle or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Just to end this, people like winning stuff, obviously. And people also love challenges. If you're uh, trying to, if you could create a certain challenge for your product and services and have people do a certain things using your product, you, not only you can drive uh, user content. So they might be doing the challenge. They have to post every day what they have done. So it could work on coaches. It, will, it can work in fitness or you can work with, uh, you know, online company. So whatever people use your product and service, you have, user generated content at the end when they complete maybe you give them some type of award a gift that is branded so now they're really happy because they have completed the challenge now they're wearing the the apparel or they're using a product and be proud and if people ask them where did you get that uh gift uh that is branded with other logo they will tell you the whole experience what they have been through so think about that as a, a content strategy so you have maybe 30 days of developing them to really know your product. And then at the end, you give them the reward. And then without their knowledge, they're actually becoming your ambassador. That's some way I would suggest it's a longer cycle Then you can use your uh, social media reach for uh, actually screen through the people whoever completed that actually are great people to represent uh, your company as an immediate ambassador. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that, that that's beautiful as far as like, you know, you're you know you're doing the stuff anyways and and you could use that as a as actually a tool to see who your ambassadors are, are or potential ambassadors are that's awesome you know I, I didn't really think of that last step ever uh, that's beautiful so um let's see so as far as like uh like the VIPs that are that you that you discover within your business um what what is the best way to like either recognize or reward them throughout the year and how how often do you think you should do that you know in in, in like in like the year's time if these are your vips let's say you know using my example uh as a top 10 i actually talk to them constantly as as often as they want to talk to me i would want to talk to them because they are my top 10 they can be most of our business so you need to know who the personnel, or if you work at more than one contact, you know, in your top 10, know them really well. Sometimes I know their company's logo, uh, their buying process better than they are. So your job is to help them to solve their pain. Or if you're a service-based business, take away things that they can lean on you to do that. Whatever that they can lean on you and you, you can do, execute it for them. So to develop the relationships so that when they they call Swire, they know that I could give them all that uh, dump onto us and then he could he could solve that problem. So if once you develop that relationship, you know, then they will you will become a partner instead of another vendor that they they have. That's awesome. Yeah. And um yeah, yeah, as something that I've that I've uh, lack, you know, like with, with the, is, is the re reaching out and keeping in contact because I I have that I'm an introvert kind of a thing, you know, so you get um, don't like to bother people or whatever. But 
you forget that they actually do appreciate when you do reach out and that you're thinking about them and you're not just trying to sell them something you're just saying hey like you're you're awesome we let you know we appreciate you being a customer you know let us know if there's anything i can do for you you know and um all of that but, yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's, that's, when that's when, awesome. when we were saying, you know, Al, you know, you and I both know that company don't call us anymore after uh, post sell. If you're the one who actually do that, people really appreciate that. You know, some people might be busy, you might get their voicemail, but for the ones that you can connect and ma maintain that relationship, so you'll be on their good side. So whatever that uh, that is needed from you, you know you want to be the one that they call first, even if you can't do that, but you want to provide value. So that's why, you know, you're keeping them as clients and then don't forget to ask for a referral or teach them what to look out for you. You know, for example, yeah. a financial advisor that I work with as a client, you know, what he does is when he signs on a client, he will ask them if I'm able to provide with the things that you look for, would you be comfortable telling your friends? So he's actually prepping his client when they sign on. If you are able to feel that I'm helping you, you will promise to get me referrals, right? And they kind of have a verbal agreement as they go along. He kindly remind people, things like that. So it's actually not a one-day sprint. It's a long process. Think of it like a marathon. Yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, and if you don't let the clients know that, also, they might think that you aren't. Maybe if they think you you said like you don't need it. Yeah, because because I, I I had that when I had when I had the retail spot, you know, like where people were like, "Is it okay if we if we tell our friend about you?" Like, yeah, of course. You know, like, <laughs> but like, but like you know, I, I I wasn't asking for a referral, so people thought I was just fool, you know, whatever. So yeah, that, that's awesome, and uh, and and like you mentioned, you know, it's it's a. Uh, much cheaper to retain, but it's also uh, um, more cost effective to get a referral. And the referrals are usually better customers anyways, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, for for the example for, for the top 10, you know, I work with a, a bigger tech company. Uh, I My initial contact is an executive assistant. So I help the executive assistant achieve what the bosses want her to do. So uh, she awesome. she was happy. I check in with her uh, to make sure that everything is done right. And then I asked that question, like, do you know anyone else within your company? So end up at the peak of it, I'm working with 30 of the executive assistant in that company. So people do talk and you'd be surprised. Sometimes when I build that relationship, when my contacts switch job, some of them actually brought me along with them. So now I'm getting more referral, more company while maintaining the Owen. Think of it that way when you are building relationship, when you are giving gifts, right? You know, we are in a season that uh, gift giving right now. So what can that gift bring to you? It's not something that's, you know, have my pen and have something, right? So what would you like to be remembered by sending a gift? How would that gift uh, say about you because a, a gift is something that represents your brand and your company. So think about that the next time you're thinking about giving a, a gift. Right on. Awesome. Awesome. And do you also do, because I see your shirt, do you also do like apparel, like the hoodies and caps and, and polo shirts and stuff? Yeah. Apparel is always good. You know, we love, you know, apparel people like to be representing. So yeah, we, we do a lot of apparel work. Um, what, what's, 
what's more popular um like, like the caps or um hoodies or t-shirts people like uh eco-friendly options nowadays you know they want they care about what material it is mm-hmm. uh, a lot of brand actually care about the manufacturer of the apparel itself you know they want to be associated with you know brand that align with them yes they might cost more because they are made with sustainable options because really the uh the brand apparel especially if you're wearing them speaks volume about who you are and what your brand is standing for awesome awesome and um and uh, given uh that stuff out to your um customers could increase the brand loyalty as well right well if you if you do it right if you're a brand that already have the brand loyalty having the right branded merchandise can actually increase your revenue you know going to the fitness world going to the musician world you know to uh what got me started was musician wanted to increase their revenue on tour because you you and I both know that when you buy a t-shirt on two, it's like fifty dollars right now for a t-shirt. It definitely doesn't cut that much to to bring a t-shirt. So they actually make most of the money nowadays uh, for musicians uh, are the merch. You know, when you have yeah. a fitness brand, right? Fitness influencer. When we see it online, they they all have uh, branded merch. You know, when you see a brand, they also have uh, a lot of merch available. So people, do you want to buy merch? But only if the brand align with the value that they have. If you give me a t-shirt of a company that I have no relation with, or maybe I know, don't want to, I'm not going to wear it. Maybe a pajama, you know, to be maximum. But for me to wear a, a branded t-shirt outside, out and about, I want to make sure that I like the brand. I'm connected with them. So think about that. It could actually help you increase your revenue. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I, I always forget about that because I, I was in the giveaway mode. But but yeah, um, but but yeah, definitely could help, help out, especially especially if you have a um, a, a brand a brand uh, loyalty built up already, um, and uh, you know, getting that word out. Like, like I think it's really good for like if, if if you do have a brick and mortar store too, right? With for the like to, to just have that out there in the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the coaches out there, I have a client uh, who have a coaching mastermind uh, program. Mm-hmm. It costs a lot of money to do. It's, it's, it's almost in the low six figure to have an annual membership. So these are VIP with them. So what they have created, they created a pin, they created apparel. So you can only get that pin and apparel when you sign up as a member. So this becomes an exclusive material. When you see politician, when you see someone in the high value, they always have a pin. If you notice, like next time, you know, pay attention to the pin that they have. So they value that pin a lot. So obviously that pin doesn't cost you very expensively to do, but that's the status, right? People like the status. People want to be special. Can you create a program? So when you hit maybe a certain level of revenue with you, or maybe they attend a certain class, you can award them with a special color t-shirt, special color hat. For so to speak, or a pin in in our client's case, so people like to be special. Be people like to think that they are VIP, and as a brand, you want to give them that uh, status. You know, if you can. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that's awesome, and uh, um, it's, it's actually motivating me to want to to do more for my people. You know, like it's it's super cool. 
but it's a it's a good reminder, you know. Like, and like you like you mentioned earlier, it's like it's not we're trying not not to replace anything else. You know, you still try to get clients and you know the, the mm -hmm. different streams, you know that 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 you're working with. But remember to pay attention to you know customer loyalty, re, you know retention strategies, and you know and branding. You know this period, right? Because it's a lot easier. They know who you are already and they are paying customers. So obviously you have done something right for them to commit their hard-earned dollar uh, spending with you. So maybe what you can also do when you give them that uh, follow-up call is to ask them that question too, if they're willing to share. You know, you have a lot of options out there. I don't care what industry you're in, you have competitors. You have, people have other options. Why do you choose to work with us? And then you you want to get your notebooks out and take down notes. If they if you talk to ten customers and they both say a certain criteria that you have, then that's it. That's your calling point. Maybe you're unique. Maybe you're strong. Maybe you're funny. You're a good communicator. Whatever that it is, you know that's your standing point out there because your clients are saying it more than once because you have that. That's why we chose to work with you. That's awesome. Yeah. So. And then along with it, it's a good dimension too. Like the um, your customer service has to be like, like super on point, you know, as as well in order to be referable and all that kind of stuff. You can't you can't just give out stuff, you know, and and say and expect to get business. You have to actually actually run a good business, you know, to to get the the positive feedback. And then you know the customer service, especially as as the you know. The dollar, you know, loses its value a little here and there. Um, uh, you know, it's more important than ever to, you know, to treat your customers right and and make them feel special, as you were saying, like a VIP. You know, so they do stay with you because it it's going to become harder and harder to to get and retain clients. You know, as the months move forward for a little bit. Yeah, there, there's a. Uh... You know, we all have a favorite restaurant. We all go to a gym, you know, for you and I, right? Why do we choose to go there? We have a lot of options, really, even locally, because they have something that we wanted or they make it feel special. Imagine you go to a restaurant, right, that you always go. They give you maybe uh, extra bread, right? So that makes you feel special. Then you always go back there for for the cost is minimal, but then they make you feel that oh you're coming all the time you know I'm giving you extra bread or, or extra something maybe a candy then already that can make you feel special so think about get to know who they are you know when you think when you if you really want to think about promotional product you really have to answer that question who are my ideal clients who they, who are they what kind of things that they like you know so. If you can answer all these questions, then promotional product, you know, can benefit you. But if you come to me and say, I just wanted to target everyone. Yes, I could sell you stuff. Right. But then your dollar are not spending it the right way. Just like when you go buy online ads, if you try to target everyone, then your money is going to go out so fast you, you before you know it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, and you know, you, you always hear about it. You know, in, you know, the money is in the niche, and or you know, you need the niche down, or you know, you know, and and, cho and choose a choose a target market and all that kind of stuff. But it, it's so true. You know, it doesn't mean you're not going to get people from other places, but you you focus on there and become, uh, like you said, the go-to person, and, and, and you know, and you're known, you're, you're the one known in that field, and and all that kind of stuff. 
and and branding is is huge for that. Um, let's see, is there anything that we're, that we're missing as far as like retention to turning customers into mini advocates? I would uh, suggest that everyone listening now, if you haven't already, do look at uh, the last three years and look for who give you the most business. Look for the top ten or twenty. So. Uh, are you still maintaining relationship with them? If you haven't talked to them for a while, you want to reach out. You know, now is actually a good chance, or make, you can make it a skill, right? To, you know, say happy holidays and things like that, and really to get to know them better. The the better your top ten clients knows about you, maybe you have other services uh, that can, they could be benefit to. Maybe you could sell them a bigger project next year. So these are something that won't be hand to you but you you as a person and uh, as an entrepreneur needs to discover so i would suggest everyone to look at their past uh, sales or client days who gave you the most business can you answer the question right now right on awesome awesome yeah and like most of the audience you know you know that listen to the show they are you know either a coach or a a uh, business own, owner of some sort, usually service-based, and there's usually tiers, you know, that the, the, the customers go through. So, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, so it's important for all, all you guys to, you know, remember like, like that, you know, to put, put promotional products into the mix and that, you know, you could have specific ones for each tier. So people, you know, that aren't available to the public, you know, and you have to be in the program and reach this level, that level, et cetera. You know, just like Swire was saying, and um, you know, and and uh, it makes them feel special, and it makes them want to actually leap from one, you know, to the next instead of just being comfortable right here. You know, they they want that pin, they want that recognition, you, you know, a, along with the knowledge and everything else that's beneficial that you're going to be providing them. But like, it's a it's an extra kick in the pants for them because like like Swire was saying, you know, the people want to feel special, and they and 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 those. Um, a, lot, a lot of times these extra little things uh, um, are what could get them there. And then they're able to experience the value that the business owner can bring to them by moving to that next level as well. So this is this is awesome. You have any cl- closing words for us? No, I think, Al, thank you for the opportunity. So this is not a simple process. Hopefully, I didn't give everyone too much to think of. Maybe you just want to buy a pen, right? But I give you so many questions and so many homework, so to speak, to do. But if you're able to find out and communicate with us who are your ideal clients, then it could save you time. It could save you money. And then it's more effective that way because if we are giving a target audience what they want, it will be a lot more effective and engagement than to give everyone the same gift, which might or might not uh, resonate with them. That's awesome. Awesome. So people could, uh, can they go to your website or how do, how, how do they get in contact with you to set up a consultation to, to, to go through that process? Thank you. Uh, thank you. Also, if you want to talk business, you know, you can go to garudapromo.com. Uh, to fill a quote form. I also love networking. So you can find me on LinkedIn, just Google uh, Swireho. Or if you really wanted to check me out and see who I'm about, you can actually Google uh, my full name, Swireho, hashtag the promo guy, and see something that I've talked about uh, to see if that's relevant to, to your brand strategy. Awesome, awesome. And I'll be sure to put all the links to that below the uh, below the episode in, in the show notes so people could have easy access to that. 
Well, thank you for coming on the show, Swire. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Al. Awesome, awesome, and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.